friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and we're broadcasting today on my three o'clock show, and I have a fantastic guest named Susie Ward. She's the mother of Matthew Speaks, and her son's been on the other side now for, what, about 30 years or 40 years? Uh, uh, since 1980. Okay. For, he's been there for a while, but he's... 42 years and a couple of months. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's a beautiful fellow and a wonderful soul, and so are you, Susie. And I'm so honored and privileged to have both of you on, on my show today. I've gotten... Um, I want to tell everyone Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported show. And if you'd like to support us, just go to my BBS website or please go to outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute anything you like. It's all really appreciated. Well, I, um, uh, I want to tell you I'm at Mount Shasta right now. And tonight I've been invited to um, uh, we'll be meeting with some Sasquatch, Bigfoot, as well as the Plydeans, and I hope to see my good friend Plydean Admiral Halosaurus aboard his ship later today. Um, there's been, uh, well, I have a small group of people with me. Uh, one lady um, had her eye completely, eyesight completely restored in one eye that was totally blind. She also had all of her cataracts breaking up. They're starting to lose them now, and she should have um, excellent vision by the time she leaves in a couple of days. That's one lady. Second lady have had, has had Lyme's disease for decades. Um, that looks like it's healed. All the pain she had, she's been pain-free now for three days after I helped uh, get a healing uh, for her with God's help and Adama's help here at the mountain. Uh, another lady had polyps in her nose, which made it difficult for her to breathe, and she has asthma. Those polyps now are decreasing. They're almost gone, and her asthma is much better. I mean, it's one thing after the other. It's been a series of miracles here on the mountain. And I'm so happy. People have, have, I've seen it before my very eyes. And the way it works is that I bring a Dhamma in and he, he helps them find the inner God within all of them to heal. And he says that we're all natural born healers and we're all very powerful spiritual beings. So if you believe in that and, and know that you're going to be healed, guess what happens? Miracles happen. And I've seen several miracles already happen on the trip. So um, anyway, um, after tonight's going to be a very special night, um, I've discovered a place where the Sasquatch Bigfoot meet and the Telosians come up from Telos and it's, it's a big prayer circle. Um, and um, I'll be discussing that on my Monday show, which broadcasts from Radio Soul International in Vienna, Austria on Monday at 12 noon Pacific or uh, 9 p.m. Central European time. So I, I, I can't discuss the trip or the, the experience because it's going to be happening tonight. Party made the arrangements, but I'll be discussing it on my Monday program if, if you'd like to listen. Uh, just go to uh, Radio Soul, SOL.AT for Austria, and you can click on the Listen Live button there, or afterwards you go to my BBS website or to my other website, outofthisworld1150.com, and listen to the, to the archives um, there as well. Um, I want to tell everyone that uh, there, there's, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, there's a there's a couple things I'd like to show first, and then I wanted to get Susie and Matthew's reaction on it, if you don't mind. Um, and and if you want, Susie, I, I looked for his mess, most recent message. I found the one for um, uh, a June, but not July. Ah, so July you, 1st. yeah, July first. If you'd like, go ahead and email it to me uh, okay. to 
out of this world 1150 at gmail.com. And then I can, I can pull it up and look at it while this video is uh, playing. Okay. Uh, Ted, I may lose you for a minute while I do that. But I'll jump back on, okay? Okay, that's fine. And I'll keep talking. That's fine. That's okay. fine. Okay. All right. Uh, Don, could we show that first photo? Uh, seven, four, perfect. Um, this is the birth rate in Germany. And you can see for 2022, the um, birth rates um, have dropped about 30, 25, 30%. This is directly attributable, according to the scientists who came up with this study, to the vaccine being given to pregnant mothers in Germany. So a third of the, third of the babies born now are dead in Germany, and um, they're all in stillbirth. And so um, the Bill Gates and company are, are, are successful in Germany in decreasing the population. Um, this second um, video is Dr. Kerry Majay. There was an attempt on her life a couple days ago where her um, plane mysteriously crashed. Fortunately, she lived. But I wanted to play this. And then um, at the end, I'll bring on... Um, I'll bring on our good friend uh, Susie and, and get Susie and uh, Matthew's take on it. So go ahead and play this. This fine. Thank you, Don. If you could put up the first one with, um, well, I don't know which one it is you have there. Okay. Yeah. So this is just to remind people that while we're we're discussing all these different things, um, the pandemic and and uh, the so-called virus, not virus, and the injections that the digital identity is marching forward and what they're doing with it. And that we need to be really aware of this because right now our facial IDs are actually our digital IDs right now. So um, just so you know, in, in the United States, we have more surveillance cameras per capita than China per capita. So we're not just talking about what you have out in the streets that we can see. And I do advise everybody start looking up, look up around you. You'll be shocked about, I I think every week I'm seeing more cameras, more towers going up and strange little um, devices attached to them. And so I didn't, I couldn't identify what this was, but inherently about last year, I thought, I feel like I'm watching my prison go up around me. (laughs) And sure enough, I got that verified uh, a couple weeks ago when I talked to a tech entrepreneur. His name is um, uh, Aman Jabi. Um, He actually uh, made a lot of money in uh, the business of optogenics, which is the light frequencies and pulses uh, coming from um, cameras, also facial recognition in the cameras. He's worked with government as well. And um, he actually started to see about three years ago, or the realization came to him that everything that he was working with, everything that the industry was working with was actually all to harm us, all of it. And he was so disgusted because as a family, he left and he moved to Montana and he started to talk about this. And I knew a lot about it, but what I didn't know was about the LED lights, especially the blue purple ones that um, maybe some of you have seen. I started seeing this about a year ago. Um, I left a Clay Clark event in uh, Michigan. Mm. And then when I left at night, this whole highway was flooded with them. And I think, um, I think one of my slides I sent cookie, it shows that, that photo that I took. I don't know if you can see it on there. 
No, not that one. It's this one. Yeah. Oh, wow. So this is, this is a very rural area. There's nothing, not even a gas station around. And this highway was just flooded with them by chance. um, This was Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, when I went there, I hadn't been there in a while and Grand Rapids uh, all of a sudden was booming again. I said, well, what industry used to be like furniture uh, industry there? And I was told, and I saw all these universities with their research and development for tech. So they're a big tech, um, you know, uh, a city now. So I thought this was interesting, but I didn't have a good feeling. And when you're looking at them, they're really disorienting, meaning it's not safe for us to drive cars with these blue purple lights um, in our faces. And I knew there had to be a meaning to it. And so when I was talking to Aman, he was saying, well, these lights are different than the light that comes from our, let's say our cell phones coming at us because when they're using lasers, but then they use a diffuser so that when it goes out, about 30,000 spots in your face are indicated, 30,000, but it's diffused. So it's not as irritating as well. He said, these don't have diffusers. These are really uh, harsh on our eyes and not good for us to be around in general. But then he said, um, yes, they are putting them up. I've seen them in Atlanta airport and it's, it's kind of funny. They'll put two up overnight And then you might go there a week later, another tour, and they do it really slowly. So now they're flooded, but no one's asking questions because they did it over time. Tampa, I've seen the same, the same thing, et cetera. Well, he said that these are really concerning to him because he knows that they actually have the ability to be uh, be used with a wavelength called something called a puke ray or an LED incapacitator. Um, and so there's the slide, I think, Cookie, I put uh, just a little, you know, depiction of, that's the one before that, I believe. Um, if Yeah, there you go. So they, he said they can look just like the blue and uh, the purple LED because I don't know if anyone's bought these LED strip lights where you can change the color with a remote control. Sometimes they're white, sometimes they're blue, sometimes they're multicolored. Anyway, he said, that's the same thing. They can be triggered to change their colors and their frequency. So how does this work on a human? Well, they've been using it at border con- uh, the border control on illegal immigrants, supposedly, and, and other areas. So they can instantly have facial recognition, say this person is an illegal immigrant, or maybe they are violating something, whatever the facial recognition is, is, you know, determining that you're not a good person, that you need to be stopped. He said it would work in a millisecond. You wouldn't have time to even draw out a gun. He said, then the frequencies could be changed at such a fast rate that the intracranial pressure would increase at such a a rate that you would get nauseated and usually you puke. Um, Your vision would be disoriented. Um, You'd just be disabled. They claim that once it stops, that you could regain your um, ability to walk and see within minutes, but there's been uh, discrepancy. He says, no, that's not true. Not always does that work. Why he's concerned is because he says these particular lights that have been going up, he said, can be used for that. And he said he's concerned because he also knows that they're all connected, like within their own intranet, they communicate with each other. And that it's designed for AI to ultimately control it. Meaning, he says, right now, our facial IDs are our digital IDs. And he said, there's only one reason to put these lights up. Only one. He said, it's to harm humans. 
And he said, who's going to control that facial recognition? Who's going to control when that wavelength goes out, that frequency goes out? So he's put an alarm call out. He's trying to get people to understand that we need to talk to our sheriffs, our city councils, and inform them what these are, because he says they don't even know what they are. But, you know, this is something that I could see harming us sooner than later. And um, if Cookie, if you go to that one slide, I didn't go over yet. It has the diagram of, of the light. Um, I don't know, it's in the next one. Yeah, this one. So this one is the one I've been seeing go up all around where I live. And this is the one that I initially said, why do I feel like I'm watching my digital cage go up around me? And I'm laughing because you have to have some brevity sometimes, right? And sure enough, this has a solar, what it looks like a solar panel. He said they can actually, on the top of some of them, they can dock um, drones, but they have, of course, their facial recognition. Uh, They have ability to do um, sound, so uh, low frequency sound, which can affect us, of course, location, the lights, et cetera. So the point is, you know, this is something that's tangible that we can see that is going up that can harm us. And through just without us even having a true digital ID, like we're worried about with the vaccine injections. So it's something that I think we all need to be aware of and look at, start looking around, start talking to people, start educating, moving away from the cities if you possibly can or have a have a plan for that. Um, Because this is something I I really believe in the frequency of frequency war. And this is another tool that they can use and they can just blame AI if something's launched. Um, so it, it, it's something that I'm seeing go forward faster and faster, you know, and you see these blue led lights, he did say that in the cars, especially, you know, something like a Tesla car, the blue led lights can communicate one car with another. They already are doing that. Even if you don't have a Tesla, if you see that blue led light, the headlamps, he said they have a way of communicating with each other. So it's, it's, some, it's being aware of what's happening around us and educating and not using digital devices as much. Um, you know, he's saying that the facial recognition is everywhere, but trying not to use these devices as much, um, you know, especially with children. And he's saying because not only can they be used as weapons, but it's also influencing us through optogenics. So, for instance, with children and they have... Um, Um, certain learning devices or certain learning programs in the schools, and they know they can use the optogenics, the light impulses to affect their neurotransmitters. So increased dopamine, for instance. And so your child is being geared, and it looks like a harmless little program, they're being geared and modified, what gives them pleasure, what gives them stimulation, etc. Um, it's something that we need to look at because they're also using this kind of technology with something called social bonds. Um, this is the last thing I'll bring up uh, and, and I'm done. So social bonds, they're already trading us on the stock market. Um, they're looking at the rate of change in a certain group of people. So they usually use this with inner city children. So they look at an inner city child and say, well, they have X percentage of uh, success at going to college, let's say. So they bet. They say, I bet that I can use these certain interventions through optogenics, through neuromodulation. I can get this group of children to have a 50% or 100% more success of going to college. 
And so they start using these modifiers without the parents knowing or the children knowing they're doing this. And then they, they have stocks on us. They trade us. The problem with this is many fold, right? So they're doing this without your, your knowledge, but then also the AI programs learning about how can I affect a human's behavior? So these are newer things in the market. I think it's, we talk about medicine a lot. We talk about health and being well, but I think we're forgetting something that all of us were never taught about was frequency and they can use it through light and sound digital devices. And it's, it's a reminder to me, I don't have an answer, but I know that I want to make a concerted effort about, you know, starting to move away from the digital world more as much as I can and just being aware of it and then looking up and seeing these lights and, and educating people about it. So it's, um, I'm sorry, Sherry, it's not something uplifting to this time, but I thought That's it was okay. You're right, you're right square in my wheelhouse, Carrie. You know, I'm Dr. Gloom Doom most of the time when it comes to this stuff, you know, but I think this is really super important. I'm really. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we've kind of known, you know, we talk about the 5G and we know the towers and it was the only the only industry during COVID that wasn't shut down and it grew at double digit rates all over the country and all these other things. This just seems to be the next level, the next level of that, you know, with these different frequencies, because we know that, you know, I mean, color has the colored lights have the power to heal. So why wouldn't they have the power to destroy? You know, I mean, the old like um, like in Cuba and places like that, that they had those little because uh, I, I remember seeing these years ago, they would have little you would buy them in a pack of little cellophane. They were like cellophane paper, really thin of different colors, like red, orange and yellow. And you could you know put two on at a time and you would shine uh, a um, like a little laser light through it. And it would take that frequency of that color and go and it would, you know, uh, heal wounds and treat scars and all these other things. And so the frequency and the frequency of your voices, I mean, there are those machines out there that when you say a series of words that are supposed to be the, the, the chromatic scale, you know, like C, C sharp, D, D sharp. And if you're missing certain frequencies out of your own voice, it can lead towards illness. And then you listen to these frequencies of say F sharp, you know, and they put that, that resonant frequency in it, it can heal you. So if you know, you can do all these good things with light and sound, you know, put it into the wrong and the nefarious hands. I mean, they're going to do all the things the, in the opposite direction to us. So it's, it's really no surprise, but it is really quite scary kind of when you think about uh, it. Because it's stuff that can go, it can, stuff that can go on that you aren't even aware of, you know. Yeah. But remember, nature is amazing. We can ground ourselves with real light, sunlight in our eyes, go outside, work mm-hmm. with our hands. And re- remember the power of prayer when you're really in, into that and the power of love when they, it's measurable through Heart Math Institute. And that's not new age. People keep right. mentioning I'm new age. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's we have energy and frequency and we can measure it just like an EKG, EEG, but the heart is electromagnetic. It's the most right. powerful with the love frequency that negates all this other negative frequency. We just don't realize who and what we are. I always tell people that we need to remember that you think prayer is, is, is not really powerful. It is so powerful when you come together. I've seen so much change when something seems impossible that works. So we have to remember that we're not powerless and, um, and remember that this world was created amazingly and wonderfully and fearfully and, 
and remember the natural energies that we have, the natural healing abilities. And one last thing is I'm looking more into the, the pyramids. You know, the Russians are amazing with their research. So they're using just pyramids, just they're not using them for occultic practices, but they're using the, the a 73 degree angle, which is a Russian pyramid. And also the like the pyramid of Giza, I forgot that um, angle. Anyway, they're using it in their crops. They're just putting mm-hmm. it there. And with that resonant energy, they're able to get 400 times more production. GMO seeds are known to change back into their wild type original genome all on their own because life has memory. Hallelujah. And also water is more plentiful. Oil is more plentiful. It spins out. Extinct flowers are coming back. Immune systems go up. They're putting people near this. They're, they're very healing. So it's, it's not a modulating or doing a weird prayer through it. It's or occultic practices. It's just putting it in the location and it's harnessing through sacred geometry the energy of the natural earth that's it um so it's these are things that we should look into because it's not just negative we need to remember the positive um energy that we have naturally i wanted to share that with you because it has so many interesting things i'll look up on the screen now for matthew's message but i'd love your comments and and it's amazing what the negatives are trying to do to control us aren't they i have to tell you that um your favorite our favorite governor washington governor jay inslee i know you're we're both very fond of um he instituted facial recognition that's a joke um about two years ago saying we had to install all these cameras in all state buildings in olympia washington the capital because of covid we had to do all this stuff and you know i mean it's just nonsense but i i i I, I don't think it'll work, but would love your comments on it. I'll, I'll read Matthew's message now, too. Um, okay. Yes, as I was listening to um, Perry Meiji and the others who spoke, um, I kept thinking of things that Matthew has already mentioned. And one is that Whatever is developed for benevolent purposes can be used for malevolent purposes. So okay. what they were saying. Okay, is, that's good. He has said Thank that. you. Another thing he has talked about is the power of the mind that the, the, um, Mm-hmm. The power of our thoughts we are actually creating with our thoughts, that energy. <coughs> oh, excuse me, please. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ted. Um, and um, hey, what, of what uh, Carrie was saying about prayer, how powerful prayer is. Um, yes, it absolutely is the energy of um, prayer. Well, prayer is thought. It's um, and um, I know Matthew doesn't want to speak about this uh, in a in some message um, that. Okay. Um, it's just like light and love are the very same energy, the most powerful in the cosmos. 
um, thought and prayer are really the same. We think of prayer as different because we're thinking of what we want, what we hope for somebody else, uh, something good, obviously, um, or, or for ourselves, or mm-hmm. like the meditations with prayers, focusing on a situation or a location. And um, um, what Matthew has told me is um, doing that calmly, um, that energy gets, the message gets through to the universe clearly. But if we are feeling frantic or urgent and we're sort of praying in in a sense of desperation, like, oh, please, please let my child get well type thing. That energy is, is fractured. So it's not received clearly by the universe. And so the response is not what was sent forth. It is, it connects with (laughs) salute, with the same type of energy that is already out there. Right. Uh, So um, I I, I do want to mention that to, uh, and, you know, I think Carrie is Food. Um, I think she is marvelous in her presentations. She doesn't promote fear or anxiety. She explains this is the way it is. We need to know this. And there are things we can do. I just got a message that Big Pharma tried to kill her and her boyfriend this weekend by putting a bomb on the plane that they were flying in and the plane blew up, but they miraculously, they were protected. They lived through it. So um, that's, you know. Well, what I heard was that the plane crashed into trees. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, that's one of the items online that I read that uh, probably save them from being killed outright. Right. Well, that's what Pharma wanted to do is kill them outright. But uh, but they're brave souls and we should support them, you know. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And they are recovering. Yeah, good. Let's give them some prayers of love and light. You know, I I have a I take a small group of people every year, Susie, to Mount Shasta. And with my own eyes, I saw five miracle healings of one lady whose one of the eyes she'd lost, couldn't see, it was restored, had cataracts in both eyes. Those cataracts never were being broken up, broken up and expected to be gone in the next couple of days. Another lady had light disease, healed up now. Third lady had 
polyps in her nose and asthma being healed right now. She's feeling so much better. So I've seen the power of prayer. It works. It does work here. Yeah, it does work. Well, um, I heard you speak briefly about that earlier. And um, I was thinking, you said they believed. And that is the important step in that. They have to believe. The body has natural healing mechanisms. That's true. It does. Vaccinations and prescription drugs interfere with those. Yeah. They want to keep us sick. Yeah, exactly. They want to keep us sick. And they brainwash people into thinking that people who wear white coats are somehow godlike. They're godlike. And it's ridiculous. They're people just like us. They make mistakes. And, you know, a lot of the medical profession in this country and other Western countries has been taken over by the big pharma and um, the Rockefellers. And the system is designed to treat symptoms, but not, um, not, not actually cure whatever you've got. So, Yes, and whatever is being done to treat symptoms is creating other medical issues. Right, right, right. Yeah, if, if you have ever seen, and it's sort of hard to miss them, if you ever turn on television, it's hard to miss the abundance of ads for pharmaceuticals. That's right, you're right. And they mention um uh the uh, counter indications you may have this or that or the other thing and in some cases they even mention which can be fatal and um what one of my friends said she is a powerful energy worker she said that that is subliminally conditioning people to think about those types of medical issues, almost anticipate them. That's right. They create the mind, Susie. Exactly. It's a form of programming, not a warning, like don't ever take this for heaven's sakes. Right. It's like you can anticipate that you will get this, your brother, your husband, your mother, your children when they get older. Um, We are being brainwashed in, there's almost no way that we're safe from being brainwashed if we allow it to happen. Right. I agree. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I, I, I thank you for sending me Matthew's message. I've downloaded it, had a chance to scan some of it. And one of the things I've really nice to read uh, from Matthew, that, um, there's, um, uh, there's, um, there's been a significant amount of darkness that's been eliminated on the planet and no, just by being, a light and positive, you can eliminate darkness. That's a beautiful, a beautiful thought. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that when we speak of light workers and light warriors, and uh, some people say star seeds, they all refer to the same volunteers who came from other worlds to awaken um, Earth's population, break them out of this bubble of orientation or programming, brainwashing, that they have been pushed into for so long. And Matthew mentions in that message, well, I had a fairly lengthy email from somebody who is just awakening. And there he has heard um, a, a few designations for the group that is running the world. Mm-hmm. So he is asking questions. Um, are they different groups, the same group? Um, and um, uh, well, anyway, he ends up, he's also heard about puppets and he wanted to know if, is that a, a still another group or are those the people who are being controlled? And if so, who's the puppet master? Mm-hmm. He ends up by saying, this is really confusing. And furthermore, um, he finds it very difficult to believe that any group or groups could control the world. Yeah, right. Um, So Matthew gave quite a precise but detailed explanation of how this has happened. Okay. A long list, the most inclusive that he has ever given um, of the various institutions and systems and organizations um, in addition to governments that the group that he usually refers to as Illuminati but to get away from the confusion about the various designations that mean the very same group of people, he, during his reply to that writer, he said, let, uh, I'll just refer to them uh, as the dark ones. Okay, but in the long list, of everything that they have either formed or infiltrated and taken over is education. 
And um, when you were saying, uh, and, and it's true, we oriented, we're oriented to believe what authorities say. Right. Absolutely true. And you know what I, in our best interest. You know what I did in my last lifetime? What? I was a German. I was born in Germany in 1929 in Heidelberg. I became a, a member of Hitler Youth. I didn't commit any atrocities, but I was socialized and propagandized to follow Hitler, follow authority. And by 1944, I got so sick of hearing that, that I, they, ex, they not just executed me in Berlin in, in, when I was 15 in, in November of 44. So um, I can see people now drinking the Kool-Aid, trusting Pfizer, trusting Biden, trusting Inslee in Washington. Why? Because these people are monsters and they're going to kill us like the Nazis did in Germany in the 30s. They'll kill off the population. They don't it's, care. It's the very same mindset. Mindset, exactly. They are puppets. Mm-hmm. But in going back to education, um, doctors, uh, I mean, students, med students, um, are taught what the Illuminati want them to learn. That's right. They are a program. That's true. They, they are. They, uh, they are taught that, oh, vaccines for everything. This mm-hmm. is the, uh, you know, this is like a godsend reply to, oh, how can we stay well? Take a vaccine. Get a vaccine. Right. Boy, that's what they're taught. Right. So it's what the the dark ones, the puppets. Um, the uh, the birth rate, the is, birth rate. Yeah, pardon me, Susie, but yeah, go ahead. Matthew would hear this. There's a study that just came out that the birth rate in Germany now has dropped thirty percent the first quarter of this year, thanks to the vaccines. In Switzerland, even the old Swiss government figures say fifteen percent. I'm sure it's double that. Because as mothers, pregnant mothers, take, um, take the shot. In, in the United States, there's statistics coming out now, depending on where you live in the country, Susie. Between 84% to 97% of all the births are stillborn. The babies are dead. So our birth dates are way down. I mean, way down. We're talking 80% decrease. So Bill Gates is very happy about that. I'm sure the more babies, the more dead people there are, it makes him joyful. But people should be aware of the stuff you and I have been talking about, Matthew's been talking about, it's all coming true now. So, Yeah. Well, I, I heard about miscarriages. I hadn't heard the alarming number of stillbirths. Yeah, it's coming out now. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. That is um, something that Matthew said in a fairly recent message past several months uh he was uh we i i hear from parents and teachers who are so distressed about um what kids are being taught no and well washington what washington state's a pedophile state they're taught, they're taught that uh, it's okay by 
by age 12 to, to pick your gender, age fourth grade, um, that it's a right to masturbate, that they show pictures of pornography in the classes, and it's okay for teachers and students to have sex. I mean, it's all. I mean, just check out any school. This is all from Inslee and the state. So. Well, when Matthew replied to that, he said, uh, started by saying, first of all, um, whenever we are asked what is, if there is one most important area that we need to improve or concentrate on to awaken the civilization and for them to come into their own, to mm-hmm. open their mind. It's education. That's true. Yeah. And by controlling education, um, the Illuminati have controlled the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just education. Well, yes, because the media, mainstream media, are a form of education. That's a very good point. That's true. It is. That's right. That's well, right. And, and they have not missed a beat, really. Right. right. In um, capturing us. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. They, what they need to even stay viable since everything is energy they need us to be afraid right uh fear has such a low vibration and look what the mass media has done cnn and all these other garbage news outlets because all i've done for the last two years is fear fear fear-based everything's fear-based yeah yeah it is um I, I mean you can hear about a uh somebody a killer who escaped from prison in say Nebraska and it's on the network news. I know. You know, they mm. they don't know where he is, be be aware, lock your doors. Right. Or or somebody or those they'll show a Somebody slipping on a banana peel in Texas. Yeah. And now everybody's afraid of banana peels because they might slip on them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But you know, one, one thing they did show the other day, Susie, our great President Biden, they showed him in the White House doing his yo-yo trick. Okay. That's very good for his mind. And then that was in the right hand. The left hand, he was playing with a, a plastic duck, Daffy Duck. That's very good for his thing. So everybody now should play with Daffy Duck, plastic ducks, and do yo-yos. That's that'll save America. I know. I'm just kidding, but anyway. I know you are. I know you are. Um, yeah, I I um, I have seen him a couple of times. Um, you know, in the past week, I I am not a TV addict by any means but it's my release mostly PBS uh, British comedies 
nature films. Sure, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. But now and then, I do go to CNN or Fox, and I simply would like to know, okay, what are you reporting? Right, right. <clears throat> and frankly, Fox, which supposedly it has laundered the news, gotten all the darkness out of it. Um, even some of their reports are like, this is scary that those people are running the country. Right. I think. So it really doesn't matter whether you're tuning in to supposedly left or right views, you're getting a bunch of be scared. Right. So all of this has been serving the Illuminati. Um, but let's get back to the positive thing. That yes, that's, that's, a, that's a good, that's a wonderful idea. Thank you. Um, um, because he started that message uh, with, well, actually what he started with is the importance of vibrations. Right. And um, because um, the volunteers, the light workers mm -hmm. um, are more where, and we are, I mean, and I feel very humble about this, not at all egotistical about it. We volunteer out of love for our family on earth. They are part of our universal family. That's right. They are. We mm -hmm. volunteered mm -hmm. to come here and help them awaken and so they can release themselves from this dark bondage that has been going on for millennia mm -hmm. on, on the planet. You know, mm -hmm. one generation after another, hundreds of generations. That's right, Susie. That's true. Um, it is. Um, but at any rate, we are more in touch with our consciousness is more in touch with soul level than theirs is because they have been so downtrodden for so long and their minds are closed. Yeah, right. But they are opening and that's a good thing. Okay. It, that is very true. That is very true. With the, with the, because of the vibrations coming into the planet. People exactly. are opening up, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we volunteers on the planet are radiating light that comes from the higher consciousness that is connected at soul level. And so we are getting the soul sends a messages in the form of 
conscience, intuition, instinct, inspirations, and aspirations. Mm -hmm. And it's easier for us to pay attention to those and follow them mm -hmm. because we do have more light and we are radiating the high vibrations of life. Mm -hmm. So just by being with other people, mm -hmm. we are beneficially help. We're helping. That's true. We are. I agree. I agree. Uh, powerful. Uh, highly evolved civilizations have been beaming massive amounts of light to Earth. And now it is paying off. Finally, yeah. Yeah. Finally, yeah, it is paying off. Yeah, it is. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. The people are awakening, they're taking action. Because things start at grassroots level and move upwards. Right. And they don't start with government saying, oh, we want to be able to help you to make your lives better. So this is what we're going to reform. They don't do that. They just make laws and mandates and, okay, you obey or you get arrested and put in jail. You know, it's such a, an unfair and bollocked system of government. Yeah, it doesn't oh, wow. Doesn't work very well. No. In the future, Nostradamus told, tells me, he told me this several years ago, that we won't have a Congress like we do today. There won't be three branches of government. Instead, there'll be a council, a governing council. And they will combine all those functions into one. But people will get along much better then than they do now. Because everyone will be able to read each other's minds telepathically in the fifth dimension. And they won't be able to hide any secrets. They won't be able to hide any wrongdoing or anything. They won't be able to lie either. So it'll be a different going, a much more honest, more honest kind of. Oh, I, absolutely, um, and I, I, I'm hearing from people who tell me, uh, I think I'm getting thoughts that aren't mine, uh, or you know something, uh, like, can can you tell me how? telepathic communication works i'd like to know if what i'm experiencing might be that mm -hmm. and so i know that in a message soon um matthew is wants to explain what telepathic communication is how it may develop mm -hmm. uh, because the higher vibrations are uh, affecting everything. That's right. Uh, yeah. uh, beneficially. 
That's right. It is. um, Coming to know how the powers that we have. And so, well, there are so many things that he has told me he wants to talk about, but then I will get a slew of emails asking about something or other. And so he says, all right, mother, this, this is a, a widespread. And I'll, I, I do want to address this. And, um, but definitely telepathic communication. Um, when our, it's a birthright. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not something that is just given to special people. Right, that's true. Uh, some of us, I have it now because it was part of our mission. Right. Part of what we volunteered to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has this capacity. And another effect of these ever-rising vibrations is that our innate capabilities are starting to emerge. That's true. Mm -hmm. It actually is an exciting time to be on Earth. It is. It's an exciting time to be alive. And I know you've been here a long time, so have I, been a thousand years. And I've waited this long for this ascension. That's a long time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. One thing I got, I want to get back to Matthew's message. He said that the negatives are getting desperate. And I see that. They're yeah. willing to do anything and they're getting careless too. To the point they, they don't care. They, they are. Uh, but they are trying on a, on both macro and micro levels. Like uh, trying to kill Carry Meiji. Yeah, they are. And, uh, and and others. Anyone who is um, that uh, that people are listening to, paying right. attention to about what this pandemic actually is, or uh, talking about. Um, the uh, okay, the fraudulent uh, 2020 presidential election in the United States. Um, they, they, um, the dark ones, um, either um, say that, that is conspiracy theory. You know where that. You know where that term conspiracy comes from? It comes from the Central Intelligence Agency who invented the term in 1964 to throw people off from finding out who really did kill JFK, which was the CIA and others. So, I mean, go figure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, And that has come in very handy ever since. So, whatever... Whenever the truth comes out, um, and going back a couple of years, do you remember when 
Pizza Gate. I do remember yeah. Pizza Gate, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and it was called that because a pizza parlor in, I think, Georgetown. Anyway, the D.C. area, Washington, D.C. area. Uh, that was a front for a pedophile ring. Okay. Sex trafficking. And I don't know if anything else came out of there, but that's what it was. And so it was called Pizzagate. And of course, conspiracy theory was slapped on that right yeah, away. Right, and I remember that. Hillary Clinton was identified with that. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. She was, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. She was into all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you think about all of the doubles that are running around? Well, I um, I followed the one around um, California Governor Newsom, who had two. Um, what do you have? Two, two, two Moderna shots. No, wait a minute. What was it? He had he had two Moderna shots, and then he had the third booster shot. When he had the so-called booster shot from Moderna, uh, then he went and he got Guillain-Barr disease, and became completely paralyzed. And, and then what, what the deep state did is that they advertised in Hollywood for a body double for Newsom and they found somebody. Yes. And I, was, I saw that ad. Yeah, you saw the, I saw it too. Yeah, they're so open about it. And I and thought, so, my God, how blatant can yeah. this get? So uh, anyway, they get this body double who's got a wider forehead, different hair complexion, different skin color. Um, I guess his wife hasn't complained because I guess this new guy's a better lover than the old one. I don't know, but um, just kidding. Um, but <laughs> but then the real Newsom, I guess, was executed at Gitmo on January 26th. So I I, I don't remember the date, but yeah, I, I, is it I, is it is it legal, Susie, for them to simply call to replace any politician they want? And so the other guy's dead. Now we got a body double. Now that's technically not the same guy. So why is Newsom, the new, the, the, the new Newsom double, still prancing around as the governor of California when the first one's dead? I don't, I don't remember that's being legal. Maybe I'm just you know, asking questions. I don't know. Uh, the dark ones want the continuation of the influence. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have seen by now probably six different Hillary doubles. Yeah, yeah. Each gets worse than the former one. Oh, yeah. I know. I, actually, uh, I, they, here's, here's something interesting and important to share with you. That my, I had some friends recently. They were in New Mexico, and they visited the laboratory where Hillary Clinton was first created. And so now the scientists, anytime they need another one, they simply kind of clone them out in the Petri dish. I don't know the cert, you know, just kidding. But but I know there's there's lots of different Hillary's running around. Um, yeah. But they ran out of doubles. I mean, clones. Huh. Yeah. Um, both of the Clintons had clones. But the idea 
of cloning, well, the foremost aspect of cloning is that the all data in the brain of the person is downloaded to the first clone. Right. And clones wear out um, because people are not, you know, the people who are cloned, it's always done for nefarious reasons, never a good reason. I mean, here on earth. And so by the time that individuals have become powerful enough to be cloned, um, their bodies are not in the best of health. Right. And if somebody takes the vaccine and, and the, the cabal tries to, they can't make a clone from the vaccine, the person who's taken the vaccine. Um, they, well, it would produce a, I would think, okay, Matthew said, a really deformed, mentally and physically deformed individual. So Mm -hmm. the cloning labs have been shut down. They were shut down a while ago. And the most important part of the cloning process is downloading the up-to-date information in the brain of the clone to its successor. And each generation of clones deteriorates more rapidly. So um, that and with cloning labs shut down anyway, the dark ones had to reserve to doubles. Um, okay, for instance, after they killed Pope Francis uh, over two years ago, at first they used holographic reproduction when he was on the balcony, for instance. But uh, they couldn't do that if he was going to visit some other country, for instance, or um, anyway, that is when they realized we have to have people impersonate them. So those people are given, uh, they, they try to get somebody uh, who looks enough like them so that the slight differences could be attributed to, oh, I guess she's not feeling so good today. Right. Oh, wow. Right. That new style is really making her look younger. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we, we're sort of oriented to make excuses or come up with reasons that something is a little bit different. Okay. Right. But, um, and, and, and they 
are trained as quickly as possible in the mannerisms and uh, style, you know, dress styles and things like right. that. Mm -hmm. uh, but the last photo I saw of Hillary, somebody sent it to me um, during the past week. That woman does not resemble Hillary in any way at all. Hillary would turn over in her grave if she saw that. What the, the new the new body double? Did the new Hillary have like fangs going down several inches and um, like like uh, little things like Frankenstein coming out and walked like this all the time? What what did she look? What did she look like? Or it looked like? <laughs> she was fat and dumpy, big jowls, double chin. Um, straggly hair um, I, I couldn't see her teeth I don't know if she had bad teeth but um, I, she looked nothing like Hillary and yet that is the person who showed up at some function and another picture that I saw of uh Hillary, um, a guest of honor somewhere, Hillary would have not have wanted that either because the woman was heavier and um, Hillary always wore pantsuits. They made her look slimmer. This woman was wearing a ball gown. A what? A what? Sorry. Ball gown and a, oh, gown, a, a yeah. very elegant gown, yeah. Um, and um, it, she didn't have a waist, but had she worn something that was straight, that you know, good tailoring could have helped that. That's what Hillary had good tailoring, and this woman looked like a peasant who was told put this dress on and it flared out of the hips and never stopped <laughs> it seemed anyway bad bad news bad news um i know that's being judgmental but i think it's okay not to like some styles to think that somebody would look more stylish, more fashionable in almost anything else than that. that. Um, and what I have noticed most of all about Biden's double is that he is speaking too coherently. Mm, yeah, right. He's an actor, and this is what comes naturally to him. But it's, it, to my way of thinking, that is such a dead giveaway. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you see him with his yo-yo. Sometimes you see him with his rubber ducky. 
Sometimes you see him drooling. Sometimes you see him grabbing the breasts of young women. Sometimes you don't. I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's no consistency in his behavior. Well, I would say that perhaps those are old film clips being dropped in. Here's your good old Joe Biden. Good old Uncle Joe is still here. Creepy Joe. Then he goes off to the G7 summit and speaks coherently. No missteps. They can't keep fooling the world all that much longer. Yeah. Well, um, it's an interesting time we live in, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it, it yeah. certainly is. I saw a video today where a friend had sent it to me, and the video showed uh, Dr. Uh, Andreas Nowas, Nowak. Um, he had discovered the graphing of the nanobots in the, in the, in the spots. And he was doing a live broadcast, transmitting to his audience, I think on Facebook or maybe Telegram, I'm not sure. When the, when the German police come into his door, they knock him down, they pick him up. He suffers um, a stroke while he's on the floor. Later he dies, and it's all documented. And um, this is the kind of brutality that people are facing in Germany. It's like, it's like the old Nazis out of the 30s and 40s, like nothing has changed. It's not that much different what's happening today. Dr. Carrie Majay and her, and her boyfriend. Right. Oh. I, that's, that's what I was just going to say. It's Germany is not the only place where that is happening. Right. I know. A lot of places. A, yeah. a lot. And actually, um, a lot of the atrocities that the Russian troops are being accused of in Ukraine are committed by um, Illuminati operatives or the mercenaries that they have hired. That's true. I agree. Yeah. And it's I, I not agree. Just yeah. individual being shot in the back, for instance, or the rapes. It's um, right. they are destroying um, buildings um, and you know blowing up buildings and on the newscasts, mainstream news, it's the Russians killed twenty seven civilians in when they sent a missile into an apartment complex. All lies. Yeah. All lies. From the people, from the media that brought us Joe Biden and the deadly, you know, deadly shock program, we're supposed to believe them about Ukraine? It's all, you know. So. And um, Zelensky is, is a puppet. He's been paid handsomely. True, he has been. Yeah, Uh, turn a blind eye to what uh, was going on in his country. And um, 
and and of course they want him to keep the war going so um the world will hate russia more and um the nato will um do something to help and the united states will send more billions and right i know and the whole thing and actually didn't didn't matthew in our last broadcast last month said that this negativity will just extend the war right because yeah, yes, that's what they want yes yes so, those yeah. negative thoughts are helping to extend the war right 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 so it it actually hurts things to have it have it that way yes yeah and, um matthew said that um uh, his the information he gives me and and the, the information obviously in messages but i mean the information he talks with me about um about specific things that are happening i come from um the extraterrestrial special forces on the planet who are in intelligence agencies oh really okay. yeah and um nirvana's um nirvana uh, which matthew said is the proper name of uh, earth's spirit world that we call heaven um there are millions of um of the souls there who are monitoring what's going on on earth mm-hmm. and you know they're focused in on the very same sector or or what a specific person is doing right um and when they all agree that their perceptions are the same then they send that information to Matthew um and the same with the intelligence you know the ET the ET is an intelligence agency it all has to blend mm-hmm. so Matthew is certain that the information is accurate sure right um and um so one of the things that he mentioned in a message is that um putin's double um who originally was a puppet and then as matthew said saw the light mm-hmm. so the light forces um um putin's double called zelensky told him that bio weaponry was stored in the basement of that hospital mm-hmm. and this goes back 6 weeks 7 8 yeah. weeks. right um and he said 
evacuate the hospital. We are going to vomit. And they have to use really powerful um, weapons so that none of that uh, bioweaponry, those viruses, escape. They have to be totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, Zelensky didn't pass on the word at all. Of course not. He's cabal. Yeah. He, he obeys the cabal. When they say jump, he says how high. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 I mean, that's just an example of the false news um, that is being attributed to Russia and is part of the foundation of why people are having such negative opinions and sending out really negative thoughts to Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all jumped up by the media. Yeah. All jumped up by the media. It's, it's such a shame, really. Because yeah, to be that has to be a step that comes pretty soon. Well look what the cabal look what the cabal is doing with oil prices. They're using that as a false justification to jack up the prices as high as possible. Oh yeah. When the economy every every dime out of out of the middle class. Um you know, it, anyway. Well, the, the cabal or deep state attacks from absolutely every point on a circle. True. People within the circle. True. You know, economically, mm-hmm. health-wise, education-wise, right. um, all of it. Mm-hmm. But that bubble is bursting. People are bursting out of that bubble. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've seen the same thing happening, finally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's happening. It's happening. I think we'll be looking at a much better and happier world a year from now, or even six months from now, personally, Susie. There, I think, well, I remember that God said, in a message uh, in Matthew's January message, I think it was, um, something about this is going to be, I don't remember if he said hyperactive, but immensely active year, pivotal. Okay. And, um, um, the truth coming out, at least about the pandemic as a start. And um, that is going to bust the hold mainstream media have. I sure hope so. Don't you think so, Ted? I think it will. This is the time of truth, Susie, that things that are true are going to be sh- shown to be true, and those are the false shown by the 
to be false and fall by the wayside. So I, I see that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that happening. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, thank heaven, some parents um, are not going to have their babies vaccinated. Yeah. And that's good. I, I, yeah. Um, and I don't know if enough people will do that so they influence other parents. Um, you know, maybe uh, the PTA of uh, a preschool and they get together mm-hmm. and they talk about, oh, well, the vaccine is or will be available. Are you going to get it? If even one parent says no, and this is why. That is going to make the other parents think before they do it. That's true. And the same, in that same manner, we can plant seeds in people's mind when, um, well, the the example that comes to mind is weather. And um, because, you know, it's such a common thing to talk about. If you're in line at the grocery store or the post office or. Right, right. Yeah. The gassing up at the the pump. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you say something about there's something really unusual mm-hmm. about this. This is not natural. Right. Right. I think weather is that technology is manipulating weather. It is, yeah. They've done a lot. Well, yeah. you, you never just plant seeds. Yeah. Do you remember a year and a half ago in January when the forecasters for uh Weather people forecasted this tremendous ice storm hitting Texas. That's never happened before. And all these people were frozen. And Governor Abbott, to his credit, wanted in Texas, wanted to increase electricity production so people could at least get heat. Okay. Biden refused because Texas was a Trump state. And so Biden let all these people freeze to death. A lot of people died as a result of the cold weather. And I think Texas should have, should have succeeded from the union back in, in January, February of last year. Who needs this kind of government? Who needs Biden? It's fake anyway. Just, just withdraw. Texas was a republic anyway from 1836 to, oh, 1849, 45, something like that. They could succeed again. But anyway. Well, hopefully during the coming months, enough will happen so that Texas says, Hey, change is happening. We want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, not secede and like be no man is an island, but we will be. Um, right. And uh, so many things are going to be happening. I mean, action is underway. Ted, you know this even better than I do, that 
behind the scenes, so much is going on. Right. And as Matthew mentions in this, the message that I just emailed to you, um, it still requires discretion. True, it and does. Soon as information can be released, it will be. Mm-hmm. And That's- the things are happening quickly because, as Matthew said, everything is in acceleration mode. Right. That's true. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he's followed that up with um, dominoes will be falling around the world. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's an exciting time to be alive. And then we're supposed to shift into fourth dimension by late August, September, October. So it's going to be an interesting time to be alive, Susan. You know. Well, you know, about the shift, there um some individuals, even those who are awakening, you know, just now, are embracing the light and shifting because that is a personal thing. It's like ascension. Mm-hmm. Right. The planet is ascending right. and already is in fourth mm-hmm. density. But um, personal ascension mm-hmm. is just like it says, each individual. And um, individuals, um, growing numbers are making the shift. They are ascending. They are opening their minds. They are processing information that a year ago they would have said that is totally nonsense or uh, I cannot believe something that's radical or whatever. The past year uh, Mm -hmm. and it's all about vibration because Mm -hmm. they keep rising. Mm So, I am totally optimistic. And, I mean, at one point, I, I think I, it was more accurate to say I felt hopeful. Um, and, but I was still watching the news too much. Mm-hmm. And I would see so much suffering of, sure. um, right. um, and, and then Matthew and I had a chat and he essentially said, mother, you don't have to get pulled into that, you know, and you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, he is really amazingly gentle with me, mm-hmm. a lot more so than when he was my kid, my little kid. I remember the time that um, I took the two young boys with me. Uh, I was working in the D.C., Washington, D.C. area then. 
and um, Betsy was in her first year at Virginia Tech. And uh, I had a lot of furniture for her um, in storage. Um, and she and three um, of her friends at Tech rented an apartment. And so I took the boys with me to pick up all of the things in storage and drive them to Betsy. And I did pretty well with directions during that, oh, 200 miles or so. On the way back, and I was driving at night on the way back because we stayed as long as we could. Um, but at any rate, <clears throat> I came to a stop, um, a major stop site, and Matthew said, and I hesitated, and Matthew said, turn left. And I said, I, I don't think so, Matthew. So I turned right. And a little while later, we repeated the same thing. And the third time I did it, Matthew just yelled at me, I can't stand stupidity in anybody. <laughs> because always I had to turn around each time, each time that I went in my direction and then realized, oopsie, I had to turn around. It was the third time I did that, that Matthew said that. I see. Okay. Funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's I think he was 13. Hmm. Then. Well, well, and he already knew how to how to get from point A to point B as it was. Well, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I was mentioning that because um, he is so much gentler, more mature and tactful now. Um, and I mean, for instance, he will say, Mother, before you answer another email, please refill your glass of water. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Good advice, probably. Yeah. yeah, good advice. Yeah. Yeah. We we have we have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Well, you've been doing this now with your son for how many years? 23 years? 22 years? Eight. 28. 28 years. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, 28 in January. Last January. Wow. Wow. And it happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, I'm three mediums that I went to after Matthew's fatal crash uh -huh. 
um, well, I didn't go right away. Um, but starting about nine or 10 months later, they all told me when the time is right, you and your son are going to communicate directly. Mm. And um, I didn't understand anything about telepathic communication then. I just knew that the things they told me that he said to them, in some cases, I was the only person who knew that. Mm -hmm. For instance, he told one of them, please tell my mother to stop wearing my jacket and wear the new coat that she bought. Well, I had bought really? the coat. I had bought the coat um, before he died. And after, um, and I was in Philadelphia then, where winters get very cold. And I was wearing his heavy parka type jacket. But nobody knew that was his except me. I see. Uh huh. My staff didn't know. Certainly the mediums, when I showed up, didn't know. And yet Matthew told them that. So, <clears throat> uh, and th there were other instances too mm -hmm. that only I could know mm -hmm. um, that Matthew told them. And also they progressed. For instance, the first one told me Matthew was taking piano lessons. Mm -hmm. He wanted to understand why I had such a love of classical music, primarily the Romantic period mm -hmm. um, and the Russian composers. And um, but at any rate. Uh, and the second, and they didn't know each other. They lived in three different states, these mm -hmm. mediums. Mm -hmm. The second one said, oh, Matthew's playing the piano. He wants you to know he's still taking lessons. And I have to tell you, he really needs them. That's what the medium said to me. Mm -hmm. They, uh, there were other things that were also progressive that Matthew was aware of in my life. So I was able to believe without any doubt whatsoever how close he was to me. Mm, wow. And that he and I were as closely bonded Mm -hmm. ever. even though he he wasn't physically present mm -hmm. he was as close to me as ever That's and nice. since he told the mediums what he did I believed totally in 
telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. That it is a possibility. That mm-hmm. it's a reality. Sure. But I do want to add that um, uh, dark entities, base entities, are just as eager to get in touch with people as the people that they love who have passed over. Hmm. So, and, and that's why Matthew really wants to talk about this in a message very soon. Okay. Okay, great. great. How long have you been telepathically communicating? Um, roughly uh, November 1994. But I was taught, that's when my instruction began. And it happened soon after that. I I was in touch with the other side. It took me a while. My foster mother was a master psychic, and she used to work for the Seattle area police departments finding missing and lost children. So she taught me my skills. How fortunate for it. And Ted, um, Matthew and I connected in January of 94. So you and I have known quite a bit for quite a long time yeah we've been doing it for a while that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it takes practice like anything else and it absolutely um, does you know like anything else it's just got to be dedication you have to have a positive attitude there's no quick way to do it i mean people people have urged me in the past saying why don't you take drugs it'll be faster and i say no because oh. if you take oh. drugs, you go into a lower astral plane, lower part of the fourth dimension, end up with a bunch of negative entities, and that's not good. You no, know, it, um, that could be helpful for some people. Well, maybe. I, yeah. I've heard about ayahuasca. Yeah, well, I, the problem with ayahuasca is that, again, you're taking a drug to rush yourself into the other side. And you can take a wrong turn and end up in a very negative place if you're not careful. So that's all. Yeah. I don't don't recommend it. A dear friend uh, who is uh, uh, a physician. He's been a physician 40 years. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But at any rate, he did have it with a shaman in Peru and um, what it did for him was purge a lot of toxins the first thing but the shaman led him all the way and then um, after all of the vomiting and diarrhea and his body was stable again the shaman led him in an, in another session. And that's when he got in touch with his, what he calls his higher self. I see. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't telepathic communication. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a, his consciousness um, in close communication with his soul. Interesting. Soul. Okay, well, uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Pretty soon, everybody will be doing what we do, Susie. 
because the planet will have shifted high enough so we all everybody will communicate with the other side, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and what you said before about it bears repeating. Mm -hmm. There can be no lying. That's true. This is a thought exchange. Yeah. You cannot say one thing and mean another. The lawyers, um, oh boy. All, these, all, all the lawyers will be out of out of a job. <laughs> Most of them will. Ah, uh, yeah. Politicians will be out of a job, you know. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Politicians, and think how many of them are attorneys, though. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of them. Are. Yeah. Um, it's almost as if um, it's part of the law school curriculum. Right. The, the, it is, yeah, it is probably. To represent mm -hmm. um, just get your client off. Right, right. Well, I got tired. I had clients asking me to lie, steal, and cheat for them, and I couldn't stand it any longer. It's a long story. How I used to practice, but not now. So, um, anyway, it's a long story how I ended up doing this. But I, I enjoy this much more. It gives me a lot of satisfaction. I, I enjoy helping people too. You know, I, I really do. Yeah. Ted, I have known this from the first time I talked with you, and I think that goes back about three years. Three, four years, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the first time. And uh, I remember telling um, my friend, the energy worker, I said, Ted is a shining soul. Oh, you're so funny. Thank I, you. I feel so comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. I, just, I really enjoyed this show. Ordinarily, I sort of, um, I do them because I want to spread Matthew's information. But uh, it, it was more stressful for me. Mm -hmm. um, and you are such a good host. So, I mean, that's important. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I don't want to downplay that because that is important, but it's your energy. Oh, well, thank you. Thank we you. Are together talking. I feel love energy as if it's going around and around, softly and gently and joyously. I, I love being with you. Oh, well, thank you. Susie. That's very sweet of you. Well, I love talking to you and your son, Matthew. He's a great guy. I can feel the love with me. Too. And it's, it's, always, it's always a lot of fun. My producer has told me I've got 90 seconds left. And um, could you give out your website so people could follow Matthew's messages? Yes. Thank you. Um, MatthewBooks.com. Okay. M A T T. H-E-W-B-O-O-K-S-COM. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, much love to you and your beautiful son, Matthew. And thank you so much for sharing your love and wisdom and Matthew's love and wisdom today. My show is, an, is a listener-supported nonprofit program. And if you'd like to donate, just go to my EBS website or to um, outofthisworld1150.com. I want to, for those of you in the United States, I want to wish you all a very happy 4th of July and, and, a, and a wonderful weekend wherever you are in the world. I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much better place in just a matter of time before things are turning around now. And I know that things are getting better. So people have to remember that and be positive. It's easy to get negative, but remember that we're being helped by angels and uh, lots of benevolent spirits. And I want to thank Don and Doug, of course, as always, for their fantastic help. And uh, this Monday, I'll be on Radio Soul International in Vienna, Austria. It'll be in German and English, and we'll talk about the miracle healings. And my trip into the hollow earth tonight and aboard a Pleiadian ship tonight, as well as ley lines and meeting with the Sasquatch tonight. So I'll be doing that all tonight. So uh, we'll get some dinner and going off to some very special sacred places uh, here at here at Mount Shasta. So um, Susan, thank you so much for sharing. And I'll I'll give you a call next day or two. We'll set up another time in a couple of weeks. Okay. Terrific. Wonderful. Okay. And love to everyone. Okay. To thank everyone you. Everyone in your audience. Great. Thank you so much, Susan. Always lovely to see you. And, and hear your wisdom in Matthew. And Doug and Dot, thank you so much. And everyone, thank you so much for listening today. Much love to you all. Yeah. Bye-bye, my friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.